Welcome to the uh, Hometime Show podcast. Um, quite often you'll hear uh, during the show uh, the voice, the laughter uh, of our producer, uh, Adem. Adem, yeah. Uh, who, who loves to worm his yeah, way in. There you go. There you go. There you go. There he is again. So uh, I thought, and I'm sure you've been in agreement, he, he's not expecting this. Let's hand over the beginning of the podcast to him. What shall we start today's podcast with? Come over to the microphone then, if you're always yeah, wanting always, to get on. Always got the ideas, eh? Yeah. As in like a game? Or just anything? So anything, anything you want to talk about? Okay, well, little precast. you know what I'm going to ask you, because Bush has been eating this and it says fermented yoghurt on it, and I thought all yoghurt was fermented, but then I smelt it and it's absolutely disgusting. It, it gives me the power. That stuff gives me the so power. So this gives Bush the power. Smell it for me, Richie, and tell me if it gives you the power. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's nice. It's nice stuff, that is. It smells disgusting. It don't smell nice. Has that gone off? No, that's, that's how it's supposed to be. Does that is that your that's your intro for the podcast, then, Adam? Talking about the smell of a yogurt. I just don't know why any human would eat this. It smells like stale, like f- like fruit has just been trampled on and left there for weeks. This is a comedy night. There's ripples of booze starting to go from the audience. <laughs> How many comedy awards have we won? This is why Bush and I do the magic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> as you're about to hear. Yeah, as you're about to hear. <laughs> and tomorrow we'll start the uh, podcast with another one of Adem's gems. Here we're going to smell some socks. Adem's gems. <laughs> <laughs> New feature. Hope you're having a good Wednesday so far. Uh, as we've been talking about this week, for some unknown reason, I have an embarrassment of wimpies in my local area. They've got four in South End and Leon It's an amazing thing, a real treat. Uh, all within a couple of miles of my house. So this week I'm doing a thing that I'm calling uh, a wimpy pilgrimage, trying to eat at all of them and make Richie jealous across the whole week. Oh, well, you've succeeded. You've still got three to go and I'm insanely jealous. Day two today, I went to the one, cycled down to South End Seafront, uh, which was nice, lovely view. Could be the south of France down there. Yeah. Could be down the, the south of France. Uh, and I had a cheeseburger. Right. Cl- I'm trying to do the classics. I will I will have uh, a breakfast down there at some point, but for me, having chips is very important. I've been really interested about the different ways they do chips. Like, they did, well, the first one did them in a bowl. Right. This one had the chips round the outside like a little moat. Oh, lovely. Which is an interesting thing. Also, another observation from this morning. It was lovely to see that the, the restaurant was packed with about five or six pairs of grandparents taking grandkids out for treats. Keeping the tradition alive. Going with what they know from, from the good old days, the 80s, which is a lovely thing to see. But uh, I've been keeping a notebook of my... My experiences and making little diaries have been going on. Would you like to hear the diary of day two? Please do. Here's my wimpy diary, day two. Here I go then, day two of my wimpy tour. Bloke was mopping the floor when I knocked on his door. Yes, this is the one on South End Seafront, the bit by the arcades and the pubs where I definitely get my head kicked in. Big Bender in a bun gave me the fear yesterday, so I thought I'd try something lighter during my stay. Yeah, yeah, breakfasts are fine, but what I really, really, really want to know is, does it have chips? I don't wish to bother you Cos I know you've got stuff to do I'll order breakfast in a bit But I've got to ask, mate Does it have chips? It's got to have chips Are you smoking something? Right, just leave it, just leave it I like breakfast and that, but it's got to have chips there's a record deal in the in the pipeline here, I think, to be honest with you. Yeah, there's a record of some sort. Thanks. <laughs> with you doing two trips to two wimpies in two days, I'm jealous of the fact that you've done done that. But but secondly, I feel like you're getting close to getting regular status. I'd love to have oh, regular yeah. status somewhere. I think you and I are getting close to it in our little pre-show cafe that we go to. Yeah, we to the point where if I've been in there on my own, 
know. And they always ask where my friend is. She says, where's your friend? <laughs> that says to me that she likes me more than you. She's always asking about you. It's not interested in me at all. Where's your friend? I walked in today before you, yeah. and I don't get asked about the friend. What I get is as I walk in and they go... Two lattes? And I'm like, yep, yep, two lattes. And then the, this is the thing that I maybe I'm becoming a bit self-aware about. And then they go, and a pastel donata, which of course the Portuguese tart. Oh, they yeah. know that's just for me. Today, I got sold it. I was like, pastel donata, there's one left. And I'm like, yeah, go on then. She's enabling. It's enabling your... I think you're trying to work on that addiction. I am trying to work on the addiction. They're not <laughs> helping me. But here's the thing. I guess that that is regular status. I, I just love that scenario where you walk in and just your presence, someone goes... Oh, he's here, he wants that, that's his chair, that's great. Well, do you know what, in the Wimpy I was in earlier on today, I was obviously sat there on my Todd tub of looking around, taking everything in. A woman came in, to, quite a few people do takeaways from right. Wimpy, which I wasn't, wasn't expecting. Uh, she came in and they already had her takeaway, they like, knew what her order was. There you go. So she obviously works in an office nearby, but that's a regular, isn't it? If you have achieved regular status, whether it is in a cafe, it could be in a pub, it could be on your commute, it could be on the train, on the bus, it could be a, a seat that people keep for you on that particular journey because it's the same one you do every day. Yeah. We want to hear about where and how you have achieved regular status. And just as a footnote, I heard her order and I tell you what, she will be regular after that. <laughs> Simon says the landlady at my old local used to cook me bangers and mash in a giant Yorkshire pudding. Oof. But get this, didn't realise until later that Yorkshire puddings were never on the menu. Bangers and mash were not served like this. She bought and cooked them because she knew that's how I liked them. That's less of a regular, more almost like friendship, isn't it? <laughs> isn't it? I think the next tier is like, I don't know if anyone still does this, but having like your own tankard up in a pub. Oh, imagine, imagine, how's that, how do you even begin that? Uh, Caroline in Enfield says, guys, I called up to order an Indian takeaway when my husband was out for the night, but when they answered the phone, rather than saying the restaurant name, they just said, hello, Adam, which is my husband's name. I was very confused at first initially, but I couldn't stop giggling. He's clearly a regular. Uh, Nick, where have you achieved regular status? Yeah, well, it was my dog that actually got regular status, Bella. Wow. Um, she, we, we used to go to a pub quiz every Monday, and, like, when we walked in, because Bella, she's a Newfoundland, she's a massive thing, she was, like, 50-odd kilos. And she used to walk in, right, and the barmaid would actually stop pouring, like, mid-point. She'd stop, she'd stop pouring mid-point and uh, go in the kitchen and go fetch her a bowl of carrots and wow. hand me a bowl of carrots for the dog to have a bowl of carrots during the pub quiz. Wow, and so like, Bella's like a local celebrity down there in that pub. Yeah, she was. She was. Uh, sadly, she's uh, she, she, she's passed away now. But like, she um, she, she's got like honorary sort of celebrity status. And um, I actually got a Christmas card from one of the other member from one of the other pub quiz teams that was that was actually addressed to Bella and her family. <laughs> <laughs> what is this village? This sounds like the nicest place in the world. Where do you live? Uh, it was in uh, King Swinford. Um, it was in Trees. All the pub was. They're really nice. Really local pub. It was a ridiculously hard quiz. It was a really, really nice uh, local area. Well, that and, is um, next level regulars for a dog <laughs> to walk into a pub and get a bowl of carrots. <laughs> That's Absolutely brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, it was amazing. I loved her. Loved her. Nice one, buddy. Cheers, Nick. No worries. Do you know what? We'd love it if you thought of yourselves as a regular listener to this hometime show. That You've essentially got your own mug behind the bar. <laughs> That's what it is. Francesca says, My dad is a regular on his bus journey from work. He's blind and they always look out for him. They know his name and tell him when he's got to get off for another bus. That is lovely. And this person who doesn't leave their name uh, says, I was recognised in a bakery that's just opened in Southend. Uh, the person behind the till said, Welcome back here for the chalar and a latte. Apparently, chalar is like a bread type okay. thing. 
Uh, I was given five stamps on my lo- loyalty card because I'd been in loads, according to the lad behind the counter. It's been open for three weeks. He adds, I think I've got a baked goods problem. Uh, Marion says, I ordered a chicken kebab by the phone on the way home from running club. Uh, not every week, but fairly regularly. I thought I'd become a bit of a regular when they knew my name when I walked in to collect it. I said, halfway home, I realised I had my club shirt on with my name on the front. <laughs> Disaster averted. Uh, Jen, where have you uh, achieved regular status? Uh, it used to be... Uh, well, obviously, we live in East Grinstead, West Sussex. We had a house in Cornwall, just outside St Ives. And driving down, we used to get the social media and say, like, we're going down. And then, all of a sudden, we'd get to the pub and our drinks would be on the bar. Wow, so the people around the bar saw your posts on social media that you were going on holiday and they would take a punt yes. on getting your drink ready for when you turned up. Yes. That is like that's like Amazing. social media regulars almost. That's like next level regulars again. It's fans. <laughs> They're your fans. It is. It is. It was brilliant. But uh, we've sold the house now, so we don't go down so much anymore, but we do still keep in touch with the pub, which is lovely. Keep so. them on their toes, tweet every so often that you're going to Cornwall, but they just don't do it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. How are you guys, anyway? We're good. We're, very yeah. rarely do people ask. No. People don't normally ask that. We're very, all right. Very, very rarely. We're, we're OK. We're I've good. got a slightly bad lower back. How about you, Bush? I'm Normally, I'm the one with the bad back, but I'm doing OK. Thanks very much. Oh, that's good to hear. Cheers, Jen. Good to chat. Oh, I'm Jen. It's fantastic. Been asking if you've got a regular status anywhere. Obviously, we're getting a lot of, like, little independence, which is all great. That's that's fantastic. This I like this, because this is a big multinational, right? Go on. Uh, Bush, Richie, me and my mate stop at McDonald's every morning in our drive-thru. This morning, they didn't even take our order. Just said to us, drive around to the next window, mate. <laughs> That's we amazing. always order two toffee lattes. That's great. A multinational like that getting regular status. That is a three-step bit of regularity, right? First of all, you don't have to say anything at the microphone. Yeah. Secondly, first window waves you straight through. Yeah. Third window, they've got to be in unison yeah. with the other window, and then you get your drinks. John, who's texted that, I don't think you realise quite what status you've achieved. Unbelievable. Well done. I think we have a winner. (laughs) Dear listener, let me look you in the eye and ask you this, or say this to you. The nights are drawing in, aren't they? Very darker. A lot darker very earlier. Hold on a minute. It's darker earlier, isn't it? Very darker would have worked. It's very darker earlier, isn't it? Uh, The thing I love about the, uh, the onset of winter, it's what we've got going on at the moment, is... It means that I get to look into people's lounge windows when they've got the big light on. I love it. I know. I don't know if it's an Essex thing, but people have the big light on in the lounge. They don't pull the curtains or anything. So when I'm cycling back on my bike in the night time up the hill, I can have a right old look in people's lounges, and I love it. What telly have they got? What pictures? Do the pictures tell the story of the family? Is the decor okay? Do you know what I mean? It's like like reading a little thing into their lives. I'm conflicted hearing you say this, because I worry for you, because people will take it the wrong way. They can't see it because I'm covered by the darkness. That's why it's so good, winter and that. But then I know I would do it myself. There's there's, I've walked past and sometimes you look and you think, oh, that house goes further back than you think. Well, tell you what, right? I've always got people in my head, like little characters. There's a fella who I cycle past. He's always up having a bottle of beer on his own in the evening. Always think, what's his story? It's It's like Hitchcock's rear window. And then uh, there's this couple I always see watching telly. And then it's always the pair of them, always the pair of them. Then one night, she was up on her own and he'd gone to bed early. And I was thinking, what's happened there? Have they fallen out? 
It's like your own soap opera. So, look, as it is getting, you know, we're getting towards winter, yeah. what one little thing about winter do you love the most? For me, do you know what? It's bringing out the puffer jacket, which sure. obviously I've not done yet because it's not time yet yes. for the big coat protocol. You will hear about it on this show. It's exceptionally mild at the moment. It is mild at the moment. You've yeah. got a gilet. So have you been gileting it up first before you upgrade to puffer? Yeah, gileting first because, of course, that's just over the trunk. You know, it's, uh, you know, you've still got the exposed arm then, so I'll go with the gilet, but I love going full puffer. When you, I've heard that rumour. I've heard that rumour. <laughs> Rachel's going with scented candles, apple and cinnamon scented candles with the central heating on when she gets in from work, which has suddenly set off in my mind another one that I would like to chip in. What's that? Uh, it's Starbucks. It's your pumpkin spice latte. They're already here. I've had my first one of the year. I don't... I like drinks like essentially basic like the how they used to be not not with any kind of muck added in the top of them have Come you ever on. tried a pumpkin spice latte i haven't because it, it goes against my my ethos when it comes to hot drinks i feel like i'm arguing with a child <laughs> but how do you know you don't like it if you've not tried it it's a good point kelly uh, says uh, she enjoys naughty hot chocolates now i don't know what that is <laughs> But she does put in brackets Bailey's, so I think we're going to be okay. okay. 8, 12, 15. Well, one little thing about the winter do you love? Uh, Willie says, walking the dog on the golf course in the dark. I usually fall over all over the place, but seeing uh, his pink illuminated collar bombing around after rabbits is good fun. Uh, we've got Jonathan on the line right now. John, what's your favourite thing about winter? Well, this winter it's going to be interesting because what I like is the idea of lighting the fire in our house, which we haven't really done yet. But it's going to be interesting because... Um, <laughs> We've moved from really nice new houses. Myself and my partner, Lexi, have moved in together. Um, and we bought an old council house, which has solid fuel central heating. So that's stoking it with coal. So I'm going to be like Thomas the Tank Engine's boiler man all winter. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so to stoking it with coal, you mean an actual open kind of vent with, with coal and like a stick to, to prod it with? Uh, almost. It's it's like a dual-fuel dual log burner, so it'll burn wood, but it'll also mainly burn coal. Sorry, um, so coal-fired central heating? Yes. Wow. I've just blown my mind. No, I've mean, be, be, been reading the news, and it's all about, like, heat pumps and stuff these days, and you've moved into a house with coal-fired central heating? Well, it is Lincolnshire. Come on, give hey, me a break. That's a good point. <laughs> hey, do you know what? One of my friend's dads used to own one of those old, you know, steam engines that had, like, uh, the coal uh, engine? Oh, yeah. And he used yeah. to do this trick at various fairs or whatever where he'd be using the shovel for the coal and he'd do fried eggs on it. Wow. Because it's so hot. You could do that on, uh, on uh, a winter evening, have a midweek evening fry-up. That would be awesome. That, you just given me a brilliant idea there. Thank you very much. <laughs> you and Lexi are just starting out. You're moving together for the first time. This could be an absolute icebreaker for you. Uh, we've been together quite a while, but we have moved in together. So, yes, cooking on a shovel in front of the open fire, that might be more than just an icebreaker. It's a Bing Crosby song, isn't it? <laughs> Wouldn't it then mean their central heating was smell of eggs? That's a good smell, though, isn't it? It's a lovely smell. <laughs> Fried eggs. Oh, I love it. Hang on a minute. Smoky bacon and black pudding. I'm on my way up to Lincolnshire. I'll take all my comments hey, back. Absolutely. No worries. Becky, who's tweeted to say, I'm sat listening to Absolute Radio Country, doing my 1,000-piece jigsaw and looking at the wintry sky. I can't wait for Christmas. Fantastic. Lovely. Uh, the Dark Knights are here. What are you enjoying about them? Bush already enjoying looking into uh, people's lounges with the Whoa. lights on as it's dark outside as he's going by. Uh, Tony says, I'm loving getting the slow cooker out of the cupboard it's stew time again love a good slow cooker can i just clarify as well with the with the whole looking through people's windows i don't do bedroom windows i just do ground floor good to know thanks very much <laughs> uh, we've got jenny on the line jenny what's your favorite bit <laughs> my children stay in bed for longer yes 
So uh-huh. normally when you, know, you get the, the sun out, light up kind of early on, on a morning in the, in the summer, you don't get any of that in the winter. It's darker for longer. Absolutely. Nature's blackout blind, Jenny. That's what winter is. I know. It's just not as good as a blackout blind. I have them in the summer. It just does not work as well. Double up. Full. Double up in the winter. See what happens. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. It's pitch black. Ideal. Now, a WD-40 stain removal update. Whoa! Uh, at the beginning of the week, I told you the story about my son's T-shirt, spaghetti meatballs all the way down it. Uh, my wife declared the top ruined. It's been in... It, put, stick it in the bin, she said. Done and dusted. I was like, no, 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 we can save this. Hometime listeners can save it. They suggested spraying it with WD-40. We all laughed. Uh, but then the stain came out, and I bring in today, look, Bush, Whoa. the dry white T-shirt. Is there a stain in there whatsoever? Not in a million years. In fact, I'm getting the glow of the whiteness onto my face and glasses. Isn't that incredible? Can I have a little smell of it, though? Because that was one of the remaining issues was the first... Uh, Natalie did say it smelled of WD-40. It has since been through a normal wash. Oh, that smells fresh as a daisy. There you go. So... You've won. I don't, I don't want to make this a war against your other half, but you've won no, this no, one. No, 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 it is. It, it is, is exactly it is, that. It is a war, I yeah. have won this argument. I have saved the T-shirt. The home-time listeners have saved the T-shirt. So thank you, all of you. However, won the battle, all right? I think there's one more little triumph we can have here. Oh, I, let, it, let it lie. Leave her alone. No, I have to be honest... An itch has been scratched about people suggesting tie-dyeing. Oh, yeah, right? tie-dye. So if Natalie's already de- declared that T-shirt, it's over for her, yeah. but I've saved it, that's now mine. That's my T-shirt, all right? Because we, we originally had tie-dye in as kind of last resort. If it's wrecked, exactly. tie-dye it. Yeah. But maybe you could still tie-dye so it. So it's saved. It's now a white T-shirt. I'm going to tie-dye that T-shirt. I've ordered online a very reputable <laughs> online ordering company. Brilliant. Some pink tie-dye to arrive in this studio tomorrow. Live tie-dyeing. That's exactly what Marconi invented the radio for. I just want to say a huge thank you to everyone who has sponsored us and the Absolute Radio team so far. Uh, we're going sober for October for the brilliant uh, Macmillan Cancer Support. Uh, we're raising money as a team uh, by not drinking during the month of October. And we've had a load of people put their hands in their pockets and support us, which is an amazing thing. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you can help us fundraise at gosober.org.uk slash hometime and uh, fundraise with the Absolute team. Now, uh, some other people are trying to help us in other ways. Thank you very much. Uh, to the guys at Zag, uh-huh. who have sent through uh, a load of bottles of non-alcoholic lager. This has been the big revelation for me about this month, right? Is that I've been getting into non-alcoholic, uh, well, Guinness, yep. and now this. I- I've never gone anywhere near the... Previously, 0% lager or whatever is something you accidentally bought and you got home and gone, oh, my God, I've bought 0%. Yeah. Now I would genuinely, if you fancy a beer, have one of those things and not think twice about it. So yep. that's been the big... Uh, <coughs> I'm, I'm filling whilst Richie's trying to open one of the bottles <laughs> with his hand. I thought, I thought the shirt that I'm wearing was thick enough to twist this off uh, and not ruin my... <laughs> very delicate hands. I I would love to be one of those people that can open bottles with lighters or teeth or something oh, like that. If or... I tried to do this with my teeth, oh dear, the teeth would come out. So look, we we want to try it, but we can't open it. But we will open it. I tell you what, before the before the end of the show, <laughs> all right, these will be opened. All right, trust me. Our producer Adam said that he's got a thicker shirt that could do it. Now, if he opens this, mm-hmm. that's one of those moments where you need to try to open a like a jam jar. It's, can't do it. Someone what, else does it. He's got very low down on his shirt, unnecessarily low down. I thought you were going to do it. That's why. No. Uh, oh, here we go. Did you do right or left-handed? 
left. He's, go, he's going for his twist, isn't it? It's not coming up, though. Can you do it like that? They can hear it, it's going. It's fizzing. <laughs> I've got a damp cuff now. <laughs> Madam. This is the kind of content you come to the Home Time Show for. No, I can't that, get it? it out. Live bottle opening. We've got uh, uh, tie-dyeing going on tomorrow. <laughs> Bottle opening on the show tonight. I mean, this is one way to go sober. Whether that's got alcohol or not in it, it won't open. Can't open the flipping thing. I'm sure it's going to taste great, guys, at Zag, but... OK. All right, then. Look. <laughs> I think we've all learned a very valuable lesson here. I've got a damp cuff. He's got a damp cuff. If you've got a bottle opener and you're coming by one golden square, uh, <laughs> we're here until seven. So there's the podcast. Just We just want to confirm, this is going to happen again tomorrow. Uh, we're going to get Adem back on again. We're going to call it Adem's Gems. Yes. He can start off tomorrow's podcast. He's done yogurt today. The material's 50-50, <laughs> kind of a lukewarm reception. Let's see if he can improve it tomorrow. Uh, what I'm excited about is during the show, he actually goes, didn't know I was going to start the podcast, did I? I'm going to come prepared tomorrow. So tomorrow, <laughs> we've got we're going to have grey day Adem's Gems. 24 hours to plan it. Let's see what he comes up with.